opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tips and Tricks for Around the House. My name is Elizabeth Bowden, and um, I'm here mainly because I was I have been teaching independent living and assistive technology for around uh, combined 12 years. And then I started going on to Facebook groups and things like that. And I noticed that there was a lot of need for um, kind of independent living skills for people. It, it seems like the place where they are dropped off. So I decided to do this show, but it's not a show unless you um, help out. So that's what we're going to do now. The next part of this is going to be laundry. Ooh, I don't like laundry, but I like going to the store less. So I do this uh, laundry and my husband goes to the store. He doesn't do that now. I think I got the worst part of the bargain. Um, okay, so we um, there's a lot of things in laundry. And um, I guess I started doing laundry when I was about 10 years old. The first thing that you need to do when you're doing that is to make sure that your washer and your dryer are accessible to you. And so um, there's a lot of different ways to do that. You can do it with low dots, um, puff paint, high mark. Um, and the best thing that you should do before you go um, is when you buy it, see it if it's the kind of thing that you can label easily, because nowadays you are the one that's going to have to label it. Um, what I did for mine is I put some low dots. Um, actually, yes, I put mine are new. They're the uh, front loader kind. And so I put low dots on, on clear and start. And then I had some, what is it called? Um, I had a plastic paper so I my um, dials have little pointers and so I wrote on the paper as to which like number one is uh, when you go to one o'clock that's I think that's um, you know sort of normal dry and it's um, almost sanitizing wash on the washer so I wrote uh, all papers for both of them and taped them on the side I wrote the papers in braille but you could also Use um, stickers for the wand um, or, or the pen friend or the other, which I can't remember where those, uh, where you get the stickers for the thing on the phone. You could also do that to remind yourself, because I know I can't remember all those. But there's very many, many different ways to, to label washers and dryers. Um, and it's good to kind of remember about the clock because especially if they have a little pointer, like my mom's has a pointer, and you can tell which one is the end that points. And so we just put um, low dots around the circle um, to line up with the pointer where, it, where you dry it. Um, does anybody have questions on labeling? Let's we'll so, see if they have um, any hands. Uh, well, Elizabeth, I'm going to tell you what happened. I got kicked out, and so now it has made Cheryl the host Okay. So, Cheryl, if you don't know anything about hosting, you're going to learn because you're it. <laughs> so if you could unmute. <laughs> um, I can. Hold on. Well, did you say Cheryl? 
I said Cheryl because that's what it said. It, it made I think because like you and I came in at the same time, and so it kind of okay. like figured out that that you'd be next in line or something as, as host. Okay, I, I don't right. do you, so, do you, do you I've know never how done to, it. Okay, I've never well, done it. So I guess I'm going to learn. Do it, Do I make you co-host as well? Um, if you can, or if not, I can kind of talk you through maybe stuff okay. or whatever. All you, right. I don't Sorry, need to do guys, anything right now. Anyway. <laughs> okay. um, well, we'll we'll just we'll just wing it. No, I don't right. see any. <clears throat> I don't see any raised hands right now, so we can go on. And I'm going to try to stay in the uh, what is it called participant right. panel to see. Um, yeah, no, there there are, there, there are no raised hands, so um, yeah, which okay. I think. I think we can probably all see that. And we have a smaller crowd today, so we might be yeah. able to, to get by. But but I'm glad Cheryl appears to be willing to learn. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm here. It's fun. <laughs> I've done it before. So, um, okay, so then you want to make sure that you um, have, and I don't know how many people do this, uh, make sure you get your soap. Soap that you like, and some people also use enhancer and um, dryer sheets and fabric softener and stuff like that. Um, so, a lot of times, what they teach is to use a lot of things to measure your soap into, especially if you're going to use liquid. So, the tops do real well, and they actually, if you're using the liquid, they have the line, you know, where you pour and stop and then you pour the soap into the the cup of the washing machine a lot of people nowadays use pods i like pods and then i like powder i like the liquid the last but i know a lot of people like it because it dissolves fast and it does you know what it's supposed to do another thing that you should get is um, or that you may need, depending on how you do your laundry, is um, they're called color grabbers. And Shout has them. I think some other Arm & Hammer may have one. Uh, they, they, you can buy them at the store. Amazon has them. And they're, they look like a little dryer sheet that you put in with your clothes if you don't you know, put your clothes into lights and darks. That um, sort of... Uh, moves all the dye to it, and then it uh, makes sure that your clothes don't run. You can also, if you want to use salt for that same purpose, you put a couple teaspoons of salt in there into the wash water, and you're fine. So the next thing <clears throat> would be sorting. Uh, my husband and I do a very crude form of sorting because after I did about four of those laundry label things that you sew in your clothes, I decided I was too lazy to do that. So we do our, our colors and our whites. Every once in a while when we get something new and we know that it's a very you know bright color, we'll put it in the washing machine with a, um, a color catcher or some salt by itself so that it can run out all its extra dye or whatever by itself. So then you washed your clothes, and you got them in the dryer. Now you're going to iron them. Okay, so how many people iron? 
Not me. Not many. Not me if I can help it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I do sometimes. This is Cheryl. I do sometimes. You do? Okay. I do. Um, I, do. Well, I do once in a while, I, I but I, I, not very often. Okay. This is true. All right. So. I usually <laughs> daily. It, you do? Yes. Well, there you go. Teresa Ooh. irons every day. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Well, you know, I go out to go to work, so I don't want to, you know, wear wrinkles. Oh, okay. That's great. Now, yeah. How, ways to get out of ironing. That's, huh? Ways to get out. My cousin doesn't even own an iron and she can see. <laughs> oh, we have, we have one. Um, and I do occasionally. Um, I was even nice to my dad one time and ironed one of his shirts. Um, usually my sister does it sometimes. That's when we're all together, but she wasn't, she was doing something that day. So anyway, what you can do to prevent ironing is you get the clothes out of the dryer right away that, and then, um, hang them up. We have a little bar in our laundry room that we can hang them on. Um, another thing is hang them up when you're in the shower and they'll let a lot of the wrinkles, you know, fall out. Uh, so that's two of the ways you can, you know, and the other way is to buy unironable clothes, you know, <laughs> clothes that you don't have to iron, which is usually what I do. Uh, Vicki unmuted. Did you, did you have something to share Vicki? I do iron, but I also have a steamer and if you want to look top knot for a job interview or some photographs or something, yeah. where your button bands are on shirts or blouses, if they are double stitched, if there's yeah. thicknesses or on the cuffs, or if you will at least press those because the threads in those pucker. I know. And so, um, so I put the wrong yeah. side and the right side. Yeah, that's a good idea. So we have an iron, so every once in a while, get frisky. And, and uh, my husband used to have a lot of ironable clothes, which I had to iron for his work. Um, so we would do the, the pants first. What you do is you, um, I like to use the, you know, the small end of the ironing board for me and the big part. That's where I set my iron. But I usually, for safety purposes, um, have it set up by another stationary thing like a, a dresser or a table or something like that. And that's where I set it just in case, you know, people walk through or I'll walk through and knock the ironing board over. Because nowadays, the ironing boards are very, very flimsy. So, and you should also... Keep the, the cord, turn it so that the cord is to the right, um, how it how it is, um, you know, sort of moved on the iron or sort of, you know, put into the iron. Don't wrap the cord around or have it stuck out um, where you would walk by and hit it maybe. <clears throat> so you want to iron your, the legs of your pants first. And I do mine, you know, one at a time. So I do one leg and then turn it over that particular leg and do that. And then I flip them and do the next leg and then turn it over and do that one. And then 
you take the the waist part of your pants and you um, put them onto the ironing board. So you kind of uh, move them around, um, start at the pockets, the front pockets, and sort of twirl them until you have all that waistband part done. Um, I used to have a steamer, and it was a steamer, and it wasn't a steamer. Um, and I've seen those ones on TV, so it, I'd be interesting to find out how you yours, use yours. Um, do you have one of those big ones that has a little fan thing, and you um, steam your clothes while they're hung up? Yeah, I think Vicky. It was Vicky. Vicky. Yeah, Vicky. If you want to unmute and unmute, tell us about your steamer. Uh oh. That was a good one. Okay. Uh, Vicky, are you there? Oh, we might have to move on. And <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so then blouses or shirts. Um, there are a couple ways to do that. The way that I like the best is to you button up the shirt, you know, do all the buttons, and you iron the sleeves by putting them down on the ironing board. Um, you know, close to the pointy part and then ironing them. Then you turn them over and iron the other side and you want to make sure that your hand doesn't get anywhere close to the iron because it's hot. So um, I always put my hand ahead of whatever I'm ironing, depending on what it is. But I really make sure that thing doesn't... Uh, now, I think they may have now those um, safety touch irons, you know, kind of like the how they have the, the frying pans and all electrical that don't uh, burn you when you when you touch them. But I'm not sure because our urn is very old. So then after you do the sleeves, you would um, fix the shirt so that it is um, makes a sort of spindle or kind of like a roller towel around the ironing board, the the small part, and you twirl it and iron everywhere you twirl until you're done with the shirt. And you want to make pay particular attention to the buttons, um, and like Vicky said, and the cuffs, which you already did on your sleeves. So the next part is you can, if you leave it unbuttoned, then you want to, your focal point is going to be the small end of the ironing board. And you put the shirt sort of kind of straight lined up with you at first. You iron that part and then you make like quarter turns of it until you're done. That way is a little bit harder because it's hard to, to tell which part you've ironed first. Or, you know, but how you can do that is you put your hand on the, on the part that you ironed and leave it there then turn the shirt and you'll know that you won't miss any spots of it. Then you have to put up your clothes and sort them and do all the labeling and things um, that's associated with that if you want to. Um, what I do is I always buy outfits and I get those hangers that uh, can hold the whole thing, uh, pants and a um, blouse or a skirt and a blouse and a belt. And you put all that on the hanger, and then you know that they all go together. The other thing that you can do is um, 
you could get, um, you know, the two hangers, then rubber band them together. If you didn't have one, the ones, you know, like that'll do all three. Um, and a lot of people use safety pins to, you know, determine their colors. They used to have this and they, I think they still do. It was like this color kit and it had all kind of different little shapes for each color. But then you had to remember which shapes that you used. It also had little uh, beads that you put on pins and then you pinned it in the tags of whatever you were going to, you know, match. And so everything with three, you know, was a certain color. Everything with two was a certain color. So, um, and some ways you can tell colors. You can get people to to tell you what color things are. You can use um, their apps on your phone. Um, some of them are good. Some of them aren't. I'm not sure because I don't have, I think CNAI does it as well. You could also, um, you know, use an uh, app to do that. Uh, be my eyes or see or um, Ira, if you wanted to. So let's open it up to other people, and you can share how you do your um, laundry and ironing. This is Vicky again. Oh, good. Tell us there about your you steamer. <laughs> For men's shirts, I use the big part of the ironing board, the square part. You don't. Oh, have okay. To often, and if they fit better than on the point, little point. That's true. They do. And so I use that. I never for thought about that. Particularly. And you just fill the steamer up with hot water or with water, let it get hot. And then I hang my things on a rod and just run the steamer over them. How do you, is it the one, like the one on TV where it shows all the clothes that are hanging up and, and they're moving the steamer on them? You know, I don't know if it's the same one that's on TV or not. I bought it quite a while ago. Okay. Cause I just, one hand and after i've after i've steamed that part i touch it but i don't touch it while i'm pulling the steamer down i was gonna say okay so you you like more like hold maybe the the piece of clothes up at the top no i put it on a hanger on a rod yeah so you put it on a rod and you don't hold it no then you move this the steamer back and forth or up and down on it if i hold it anywhere it's on the bottom and as I okay. thought, but when I get to the bottom, I move my hand because it's really hot if you don't. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, no. I've, uh, ooh. Yeah, no, we had, uh, when we were in Home Act, we had one of those steamers with the little, it was for sewing. And actually, it was for ironing, too, but it was like a little, it looked like a microphone on the end I where the steam came out. Well, they have different sizes. Mine's a little bigger. Yeah. Than, but Oh, I know. So, you can get so you, Sizes are larger sizes. Okay. I thought about getting one of those and seeing if it was better than ironing. And then when I sort my clothes, you'll think I'm crazy. I do silky whites by themselves. Cotton whites. Yes. Themselves. Then I do blacks and grays together. I do black or browns and tans together. And then I take all the colors like... Um, Green and yellow make blue. Yeah. I put those together and I put pinks and reds together because if your reds are going to run, it'll keep your pinks bright. Okay. Ah. Wow. And then I take things that have different colors on and I run those together. Okay. Like things with pictures on or 
prints or something like that. Okay. But I'm real about my laundry, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that's tell. good. Uh -huh. <laughs> so, any that's other questions? Great. And I don't put a lot in the dryer. I really don't. A lot of people use the either clothesline or the, the drying racks. You know, yeah, you I fold them up when hang them on my shower rod. Yeah. I do, too. And the century, yeah. so I do do that, too. Over the middle of my tub that doesn't have a shower Except curtain. For pants. Except for pants. And you have I'm a raised hand from Hio. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, everybody. Um, so, several things, real quick. Seema, you mentioned that, you know, you were wondering if you would replace the ironing with the seamer. No, I think the seamer is more of a complement to the ironing. Like, say there's that really, really stubborn wrinkle. Um, seamers are really good for that. Um, just, But uh, I, I do the same thing that you guys do, and I kind of discovered that by myself. Um, I learned a long time ago through a very sweet lady who taught me how to do all this stuff. Um you know, how to iron with everything on the ironing board. And then, you know, when I when I was in my 20s, I was like, you know what, I can just tube it over the ironing board. It just, you know, make... Yeah. But yeah it, was, it was so much easier doing shirts. And the thing is, don't don't forget the collar. The collar on these button-down shirts, they can... Oh, yeah. Your, your shirt looks really nice, but your collar looks really curled up. <laughs> so just like, uh-uh. Um, but... Another thing, a, a way that you can sort of be comfortable with the heat of the ironing of the the iron. I know it sounds weird, but this is this is what I do sometimes. I find my I set up my station and I put the iron before I turn it on. I put it somewhere where I'm comfortable, where it's gonna be while I'm working. Yeah. Essentially, when I put it down. So while it's still cold, I practice reflect my reflexes a little bit okay i have this here and i have this here let me just practice picking it up so i'm not gonna i'm not stumbling i'm not doing anything uncomfortable and i always have the iron facing away from me um that way it's easier and uh yeah so as for laundry and the risk of running colors i learned from very uh, uh elderly friend of mine the old red vinegar trick where you don't want your colors oh to run together but red a cup of red vinegar in your laundry a cup and, uh, yeah a cup of it and uh wow. <laughs> it'll keep your colors from bleeding when you buy a new shirt so um yeah baking soda helps too does different things too so well baking soda usually gets rid of odors yep that, um, yeah so there you go but um, well, see, so now they have those new steamers, though that that everybody is using. They have it's on TV, you know, and they show these people just running the steamer up and down their clothes, and so that's why a lot of people wanted to know how to do that. I'm glad that Vicky was here because um, I had never done one. I thought about buying one, but I never bought it. So I have used one. I had one for a couple of years. Mine was like a wand that grew yeah. thinner at the end. And you just squeeze a little it looks like a little gun and you just squeeze it and um those are really nice. Mine was I don't know, I, I that was the only one I've ever seen and it was it's 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 good to have around at least for other things too, like steam cleaning your furniture too. So that helps. Oh cool. Yeah, that would work. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, Pam has her hand raised. Yes, I was going to tell a, a real horror story I had okay. once with laundry. Uh, okay. Uh, I was getting ready. I was in the process of moving, and that's a nightmare of its own. Yeah. And one of my neighbors offered to do oh, laundry. No. Yes, you know, you probably can guess where this is going. And I insisted. I said, okay, because I didn't have time to do the laundry. I mean, I was already going nuts as it was. So I said, okay, take notes, keep track of what I have on the same hanger. And when you get done, put them back. Well, it was either her way or no way. I get them back. They're all jumbled up. Nothing is on hangers. Not only that, but she or one of her kids had relieved me of one of my favorite shirts. So that was my horror story. So after I got, after I moved, (laughs) no way was I going to call her back. I called one of my other friends and I said, I have got a major clothes sorting job to do. And so uh, she and her mother came over and we spent a good bit of the morning uh, sorting clothes, getting them more or less back to where they were. You had them. Yeah. Notwithstanding the missing shirt, which never showed up. Oh, so you, you sent them to her on the hangers? I had, I didn't send them. She came by the house and got them. They were on the hangers. And I said, please yeah, that's keep what I mean. track of what goes on a hanger together. Well, no way. <laughs> so is that how you do your, I mean, did you do it, you know, for the one when you moved? I was in the process of moving and yeah, when I, when I moved, I kept them on the hangers in a, one of those big garment bags, those big hanging bags. Yeah. And, and it took several of them. Um, and, and that's how I kept them more or less together. But it was when I had that, that neighbor do the laundry and she just really messed things up. And I'm totally blind. And back then, not only did I not have a color identifier, one of those expensive oh, no. standalones, yeah. I did not even have a cell phone back then, let alone uh, yeah. an app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I got, I always get kind of neutral stuff or things. <clears throat> if it's not an outfit, I, I buy stuff that'll go with, you know, other pants. I, I do that if I'm buying for myself, but some of this stuff yeah. is given to me and no one follows that rule when they give you stuff. No, they don't. They do but it so, decided way. They they could care less about, you know. So, well, there's yeah. some people that, I mean, because what I'll do if it's really a way out thing that somebody gives me, I'll go buy yeah. the thing that matches with it. Uh-huh. And then I put that on the hanger. Now, another way nowadays that you can do things is... Um, you know, those zippy bags that you use for lingerie, yeah. Um, or uh, they're like mesh, put the whole mm-hmm. outfit in there. Oh, yeah, you- that would that would work. 
what, yeah. what I do when I what I do when I put them in the laundry, and I've had a few horror stories with this too. When when I have several outfits that I'm washing at the same time, I do safety pins. I, yes. I put one safety pin that. in each piece of an outfit that goes together. And but the only problem is every once in a while the safety pins will, for whatever reason, come out. If you um, put the safety pins in the tags, they do a little bit better. Some of these are older and they no longer if have. If they were older. The, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, Using yes, old, but, old pillowcases are good, too. That's you know, true. Yeah. With, a, with either a rubber band or a hair tie, I do that. And that seems to keep things together. But um, Hayal has her hand raised again. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. I have a question. I, I, I have a, those little mesh bags, the lingerie washing bags. Uh-huh. I just never use them because I don't, I mean, this is just me probably overthinking this, but are they really good at washing? The, I yeah, mean, with the that's stuff inside? what the net's for. Yeah. That's but, what the net's for. <laughs> okay. Water comes through and they, oh yeah. There was okay. a, a friend of mine that used to wash her, she would put her little girl socks in there, you know. Oh so yeah, they're, the, they're for everything. But I just, I, I like. So the sock god wouldn't come because you know child socks are really small, and yeah, so uh, yeah. And my mom also, she, I don't know where she got this. Probably at a garage sale somewhere. But it was, it's like a ball, a big ball of plastic yes. with big holes in it, and you like crack it in half, and you put everything in it. But that's for. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what that was for, but I saw it in the washer uh, a few times when I was younger. And I haven't ever seen those before, but um, those are interesting. Well, well, they do have, um, they have a downy ball that you put uh, fabric softener in and it goes in the washing machine. No, these are, these are like the mesh bags, except it's, it's a circle. It's like a, like a, Think of it as a small basketball shape. Yeah. Okay. And it's got these big holes, and you it, you open it, and you put the That'd stuff inside. Cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I never seen that before. But anyways, okay. So I guess I'll start using those mesh ones because I just never felt like they would do any cleaning. So. Thanks, Karen M. Has her hand raised. Hello. Um, I came in a little bit late. I just have, I'm just putting my two cents in for the lady who someone took her favorite shirt. I would have definitely asked for my shirt. Like, did you, <laughs> did you notice my favorite shirt? Like, give it back already. And, um, <laughs> and then the other thing is I use mesh bags. Um, I put all my socks in the mesh bags because that way yeah. otherwise they get I, I live in an apartment building, so I don't even have my own. Ooh, yeah. So I and I also put my favorite tops in the mesh bags just mm-hmm. so they don't get overly stretched. I also um, hang most of my clothing on hangers on my shower rod to dry because mm-hmm. for me, I'm not a perfect size. For me to find clothes is difficult. And um and it just keeps my clothing better. It lasts than, longer. Yeah, mm-hmm. rather than putting them in a the dryer. So I think that's all I have. 
Okay. Oh, the other thing I have is I haven't ironed in a really, really long time. So I just try to avoid it. That's all. <laughs> well, thanks. but um, thanks to Vicki, though. I'm really happy that she was um, uses a steamer so she could tell us about it. So I was like, oh, gosh, I've never seen it because the, well, the people that were teaching ironing where I was working, they, you know, did. A, it was just the basic stuff now what they did teach was uh they'd set the iron in a but to me that was kind of they'd set it in a eight by eight um like a casserole dish um to me i would get a metal one just because you know if you hit it it would uh you know fall off the ironing board or whatever they had it on mm. this one time she had it on an ironing board and i'm like that's kind of dangerous but whatever, you could get something like a little tray or something to set your iron in. There's no raised hands right now. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. So that's mainly all the stuff for laundry. Um, so do we have uh, more show ideas? I'm going to wait and see if there's... <laughs> okay. Nobody must no. have any ideas. At Boy, least right you know. now, anyway. <laughs> um, I, I, um, and most of this stuff must work because when I was around in college, my mother worked, um, and they had three kids that were younger that lived in our house, three or four, and none of them did laundry. So guess who got to do all that? <laughs> it was a nightmare. <laughs> it really was because, I mean, I didn't know whose were whose or anything. And then they let it stay. I would actually fold them up, too. Huh? Ooh, no, that's something else. Um, they do have things that will help you do that as well. Uh, we have a clothes folder because my husband says he doesn't, um, he didn't get the fold-up jeans. So he uses that fold-up. <laughs> And one of my sisters okay. gave them out for birthday presents. It was a riot. <laughs> there is somebody with their raised hand, and it looks like it's 901 is the area code. 974 is the last three numbers. I bet that's, that's Teresa. Or maybe it's 501. Yeah. <laughs> it is 501. Oh, 501. I'm okay. sorry. 501. Yeah, I got to admit that when when my sons were small, you know, when they were able to tell, you know, darks from lights and knew their colors, I would, you know, I would get the laundry together and I'd say dark, you know, and they'd say they tell me dark or light and they'd help me a little. But, of course, you know, I did the wash, you know, itself, but they helped me with the sorting and arranging because I didn't have a, one of those color identifiers oh. back at back. Oh, the those day. didn't. Uh -uh. So I'd say. I'd say, Jason, is this dark, or Zachary, is this dark or light? And they would tell me. They were good about telling me. Uh, my biggest thing was getting them to bring me their stuff. I said, those socks aren't going to walk themselves out here now. you <laughs> you got to bring them to me. Were they pretty good about that? 
Uh, yes and no. Um, a lot of times I had to go looking behind their bed <laughs> for things. Uh, that's what I was going to so, say. Cause <laughs> looking in their room. Um, and it was a, it was a, a real struggle on school mornings, especially, and they went to a Catholic school. So, you know, they had to have a proper dress, you know, uniform. Uh, they had to wear belts and <laughs> it was, it was so Oh my. <laughs> Yeah, so I had to make sure they were, you know, they were neat and everything because I didn't want them to get in trouble. Oh, yeah. Karen, of course, if, sorry. If, if Karen has in. her hand raised. Okay. Um, wait, I think my question slipped my mind. Um, That's okay. We got time, so. Oh, I, I, I remember. Okay. Okay. Has found a good app for color identification? I had an app, and it, it would never say, like, navy blue or black or red or anything like that. It was always some weird color that I didn't even know what it meant. So does anyone have a good app for color ID? I think it's on CNAI has it. I'm not positive because I've never used that. But another thing that you have to do, I know on the, the standalone ones, and I don't know about the telephone ones, but it, to make it uh, be more accurate, what you have to do is stretch the material on it, um, you know, and put it almost on the cloth for it to identify the color really well. Okay, that's a good tip. Thank you. That's it for hands right now. But I don't know how much, um, you know, if they do light blue, I guess it would depend on how the people programmed it. But yeah, my friend that had two children, she used to, um, you know, she always, she pinned all of their outfits, the ones that matched, she closed, pinned them together. And, and she would, you know, put their socks one in the other, you know, to match. Susan so has her hands right Children are, are interesting. Okay, Susan. What if the, um, what does the color identifier do if it's a print or if it has more than one color in it? The ones that when I've seen them do it, it'll say both colors. Really? Yeah. Like brown with gray. What for print, though? What does it do? I don't know. The What it does uh, mostly is it'll just say all the colors that are in it. I never found them to be very accurate. Well, you have to you have to treat them nicely. Uh, <laughs> in order. For, I thought I uh, did. <laughs> no, you have to like put the little lens of it right up against the cloth that you're wanting to identify and hold it, you know, sort of stretch it. Then okay. it'll be more accurate. Okay. Thank you. Pam, how's her hand raised? Yeah. And another thing that's going to influence how well your color identifier works is the lighting, the lighting. in the room. Yeah. If the room is dark or semi-dark, and you do your color ID, it's going to tell you one thing. If you've got a really bright light turned on, it's going to give you something totally different. And you're thinking, okay, which one am I supposed to believe? Yeah. I usually, uh, my bathroom has a pretty good light in it. It's not too much and not, you know, too low. So if I have to do color ID or um, directions for stuff in the bathroom, yeah. I go in there and use them. Mm -hmm. 
And and yeah, also a lot of the a lot of the color identifiers have uh, various settings you can um, you can configure. Do you want it to just tell basic colors, or do you want it to do a lot of stuff? And I don't even know what it means, you know, <laughs> let alone. So some of them are really complicated. They are configure. Yeah. When I get desperate, I get on. I go on. Uh, uh, I go on. Be my eyes. <laughs> and do it. Yeah. Yeah. If if the if the if it's telling me one thing, you know, if, if it keeps changing what it's telling me, then I I go on. Be my eyes. Which one do you have? Well, I have the Seeing AI. Of course, has one. Okay. Uh, I had one. I may still have it. It was just called um, Color ID, but I think that's the one that's no longer available. Um, oh, you mean an app? Okay. Yes, it was an app. Yeah. Yeah, like the money and, reader. That's we don't have that anymore. So. Oh, I know it. I I hate it that that one I disappeared. I love that app. That was. Yeah, uh, but, but um, seeing AI has one has a currency yeah, reader I know. on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, the um, color identifiers. Some of them you have to configure, and that's if you if you're totally blind to begin with, that is not easy to do. So anyway, I, okay, that's cool. my two cents worth. All right. Well, and the other thing is um, bleach. Um, if you're going to use bleach, be very careful and do like um, uh, one of the people said. Always you put water first. Now, a lot of washing machines have their own separate little bleach place. So what I would do is find out how much that place holds, get a cup for a little bit less, or get a cup that's a little bit bigger and pour it in until it's like half an inch or three quarters of an inch below the top and then pour that into the washing machine. I try not to do that except for on white clothes. Berlin has raised hand. Hi, um, I was really interested in those color identifier different devices, and I did run across an article on the web where a gal had taken three or four of them and tested them, and she seemed to think that they were all the same, depending. Uh, one was $500, and one was 80 and another one was 150 Good night. And she said they were all about the same as far as their accuracy. And what I found is that mine will sometimes say that something is black when it's just a real, real dark blue, or it might, uh, it's hard, hard to figure out if something is a winter white versus a white, white. Yeah. So I usually get someone I can really trust <clears throat> or I appreciate their opinions and it seems like if we touch our clothing, there's something unique about it that would yeah. decipher it from another piece. So if you can kind of remember yeah. that this is that. Yeah, you know, yeah if you don't the buy other, all the same mm -hmm. fabrics, that's good. You know, I might have a different um, type of button or collar, no collar, short sleeve, etc. The other thing I was going to mention is with the iron... I always put my iron on a counter, whether it's in the bathroom yeah. or kitchen mm -hmm. or whatever. I and I have the cord running downward so I can push or um, 
go for the cord from below can, where the iron is yeah, and then so just kind of trail it, it up trail it up to the yeah. back of the iron Hello. yeah um, that's and you helpful. can put it yeah that's what i was saying don't don't let it coil around anything where it would get you know let it fall straight down and be real careful when you get up to the uh the base of the iron to the base of it yeah yeah and marking them is really challenging too oh depending yeah. on the time that you get and uh so you need to you know it's always good to go check things out if you can because this one girl had it had two or three dials on it and it was very hard to mark because you had to um you know mark both of them one was a flat one that was underneath and then there was one on top and then there was the thing that you poured the steam in now i used that um i usually before i start if i want to use the water i put uh, a funnel in there and pour some water in it's a good idea this is um, cheryl I actually have a cordless iron. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And it's, I didn't know there actually, was such a thing. Yeah. And it's actually digital, which uh, first time I've ever had, you know, and I've had it for, gosh, I don't know, 15 years. But um, what's good about it is that I can hear the clicks that it goes from low, medium yeah. to high. And what's nice, too, is the water reservoir pops out. So I can go fill it and then snap it back in place. And um, the, the problem is, though, sometimes it might cool down on me. So I just got to start. I click it down to the bottom and then I go, you know, I can hear it click one, two, three, where I want it to be. So um, it's been, you know, Ooh, no, that would me. be a good iron to get. Yeah. I don't remember the name of it, but it certainly has been good for me. Thanks. They also have those really small ironing boards, the ones with the little bitty feet. That you screw on, people get them in college or something because mm. they don't take up a lot of room. Mm. A lot of people like those because you can put that on a table. Mm. When we didn't have any anything, we put it on our bed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. I use my iron more for crafting than any, or like hem, uh, you know, yeah. using hems and things like that. When I sewed, I ironed. Yeah, and I use different pieces. You know, I'll cut a piece of paper or a little piece of cardstock to what how big I want the hem, so I can just use that and go. Oh along wow! And, and then double it over or something. Yeah, <laughs> just makes life easier. That would work. <laughs> yeah. We never thought of that. We used one of those little. It's of those metal uh, little thing with a slide. Oh yeah. Pointy. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I just use, I always get pieces of little cardboard or little pieces of like a card stock. I always keep that around and I cut it in different sizes and use it for different things. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I do that for cutting things too. A lot of times I will, you know, iron it maybe before I cut, you know, before I cut something. So I make sure the edges are straight. Okay. That's just cool. me. <laughs> yeah, it works. Well, I always tell people, you know, there's no wrong way to do anything. If whatever you're doing works for you, then that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh, Karen has her hand raised again. I see Karen. Yes. yes. Um, I have, um, I don't, I don't know if you've already discussed this topic, but I have a topic, a topic uh, suggestion. 
Um, I haven't overcooked much at all because, but now that I am retired, it's something that I can do more of. Um, has there ever been a discussion of how to find, how to determine when meat is is done, like chicken or yes. meat? Have well, you we had- haven't done that. You can. Um, you can. There are several ways to do that. Um, you can ask Lady A if you have her. You can also ask the... Um, you can ask Siri, and she'll tell you. They also have on the internet different charts that show you, you know, beef, chicken, pork, and it shows, you know, the degree of doneness and how what the temperature is supposed to be uh, with a, a thermometer, you know, a food thermometer. Um, the one that I have um, came from Blind My Smart, and it's a small talking one. They also have one that you hook up, it goes onto your iPhone, and so, and it's all programmed. So there's like three pieces to it. There's the little thermometer thing that, that you stick in your food, and you keep that in there the whole time. And then there's your phone where you, it, it even had recipes, and it, it, you know, you'd say, I'm cooking this, and then it would tell you when it was done. Um, there also... Uh, there's a temperature uh, probe on our new uh, Amazon oven that tells you. So there's all kind of different ways depending on, you know, what you want to do. Um, but you can say like uh, the A person, uh, what temperature, um, you know, wh- how do you cook a um, medium well roast and then they'll say medium roast is you know needs to have an internal temperature of 165 degrees or whatever uh, the it calls for Uh, whatever that particular thing is what if you're cooking like chicken cutlets or something small is that also done by temperature or can you do it by feel or you can kind of do it by feel, depending on air, if they're uh, are they breaded or uh, plain. No, okay. Probably. So what you do is you stick a fork in there um, in the middle, and if they if the fork slides out, you know, real easy and in and out, they're done. And you'll know about how because the sound changes when you if you're browning them. If you're not browning them, it doesn't. But um, and usually it's like chicken breast. You know, you bake them for about. 30 minutes at 375, something like that. Okay. Thank you. Verlin has her hand raised. Who does? Verlin. Verlin. Okay. Hi. I'm not remembering exactly what the parts of your hand are, but I remember there was a chef who said if somebody ordered their steak medium rare or well done, like maybe it's that fatty part underneath the bottom of your thumb. That would be medium rare or something. And then it's a little bit thicker and doesn't give as much in the palm of your hand. So I'll I'll use a fork or a um, spoon or spatula and just feel how much it gives. 
That's true. That helps too. I don't have a that, sense of smell, so I don't know when something's burning. Ooh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, but uh, anyway, I just try to be careful. So That's, yeah, you would. Thank you. Yeah, a lot of people do a lot of baking. Thanks for theirs. Because a lot of people are, you know, don't want to do the stovetop. But yeah, we, I thought about doing one time, um, and I'd have to use my poor old camera mic, but um, um, let's go look it up. And things that people always wanted to know, um, do about 10 of them uh, pertaining to housekeeping and cleaning and stuff like that. Because that's been another one of the things that they'll say, um, you know, what is so-and-so and how do you get it? And I'll, and I'll say, you know, how to look it up. But mostly it's Google. If y'all wanted to do that, we could do that. This is Vicki again. Beat to okay. me, I'll get one time had three thermometers. One was a chicken, one was a cow, and one was a pig. And they they did they were thermometers for the food. Oh wow! Which who had them? I, speak to me catalog. Speak to me catalog. Okay, what yeah. did they do when it was done? Moo. Probably and, made that no. animal noise. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. I, I didn't buy them. I wish I had them. And I'm not sure they still have them. I haven't been on the catalog for a little while looking at, <laughs> at um, talking thermometers. But they let you know when they were done. Yeah, the one that I have just says the degrees. Yeah. This so. is this is Donna. I have one of those OptiGrills. And when you turn it on, and then you um, it has a separate button for chicken and one for, you know, hamburger uh, whatever one for fish one for and um so you press it and and then you put your meat on there and, and then it like plays this little tune when it's cooked oh um, wow and okay. what's it it's I, i'm not sure how to spell it optigrill or octagrill or it's from i got it from amazon is that fairly new um i i it, it's not brand new i i don't it's new to me um but i don't know i actually heard about it on a podcast debbie hazelton i, I was on um uh uh hadley in the dark. podcast it, well it was on a hadley podcast uh, can you i know, interrupt you for a second sure the correct spelling is o-p-t-i-g-r-i-l-l and we have one too they've been okay. out for quite Thank a you. while they have uh some that are older that have different settings than the ones on the newer ones do. They work most of the time, but occasionally a pick of meat might be a little bit too thick. And the difference between ours, we don't let ours get to the where it plays a little tune because we think it's too done if it gets to that. But my husband and I like it at different degrees of doneness. So I take <laughs> his off a little bit before I do mine. So they're still available. Absolutely. Yeah. I we got one even, last year. Yeah, I just got mine. It hasn't been a year, maybe three, four months ago or so. Target also sells them. So you might compare some price and see. Yeah. Yeah. Who else sells them? Target. Oh, okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a George Foreman. Well, I did for the longest time, but it started to, you know, get. Like things started to stick. I mean, it was old, you know. It really, yeah. Started. It's um here three fifty nine or yeah three fifty nine. So okay, time to wrap. Up. All right, Cheryl, you did a fabulous um, job. Yes, you did. We're gonna um take a break next week, but we'll be back the week after. Oh, okay. Um, because yeah, oh, I'm supposed to 
I think my mom's birthday is coming up, so I got to do that. Um, and it's that day. But um, so we'll be back in two weeks. I'll see y'all then. Hey, can right. we talk about can we talk about uh, gadgets around the house that speak that are reliable next time maybe? Yeah, we could. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh, there's a lot of them. I know. There's a lot there's of them. Lot. We should do that. <laughs> that's, Reli- reliable. That's ones pretty that, good. The ones that's that good. work. The ones that we know that. That really work. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, because they have. Great um, job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Bye.